Hey, it's Jess and welcome to Smarter, a podcast where we can all get smarter together. I'm really excited about this podcast specifically because it's dealing with such a critical area in industry right now in healthcare. Uh, we have Eric Van Doren, who is the chief talent officer from Bond Secures Mercy Health, one of the largest healthcare providers in the country. And maybe you've heard this before, but in the healthcare industry, they talk about working at your top of license. It's often used in medical terms, but I think about that in the context of talent acquisition uh, as well. And what we're going to do today is we're going to talk to Eric about using technology to help his recruiters, his sourcers, and his talent experts work at the top of their license. So thank you for coming in and listening to Smarter. Hey, Eric, thanks so much for joining me today. I'm really excited to talk to you. We're going to be talking about healthcare and hiring in healthcare, which has got massive challenges, as we all know. But let's talk about you, your role, and Bond Secures, Mercy Health, and the work that you're doing at that ministry. Just friend, good to see you. Thank you. Yeah, good, good to, to be here too. today. So, Bon Secours Mercy Health, multi-state, multi-country health system, one of the largest Catholic health systems in the nation. Uh, 60,000 plus employees, you know, caring for communities, caring for patients. My role as Chief Talent Acquisition Officer, I oversee hiring across our, across our beautiful ministry. So um, whether, that's, whether that's frontline recruiters, onboarding, marketing, branding, all kind of rolls up to me, work alongside an incredible team to make that happen. And uh, it's, it's, it can be tricky work at times, but it's incredibly gratifying, rewarding work. That's so. awesome. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's a great frame up. And I actually love the title, right? CTO, it really shows the focus that your organization, your ministry has on the people, because it's the people that make the difference. And I was with your team recently doing sure. some strategy work, and I was profoundly impacted by the passion that your team has around finding great people to make sure that your ministry is serving the people that you take care of every single day, no matter where it's at, at whatever level in your, in your business. Absolutely, <clears throat> it, it blows me away every day, the passion of the team members, um, the importance of the work and the, the core values that they always center around because they know the importance of, work, of the work, employment, healthcare, as we hire individuals, these are also our patients. These are our community members. These are people we walk alongside in, in the grocery store. So uh, bringing respect um, to, to the work and, and the passion, it's just, it keeps me motivated every yeah. day. I think that's the holistic piece, I mm -hmm. think, of your ministry and your team that I really appreciate. Mm -hmm. And then using a platform like Phenom to be able to get that word out is so important. So let's kind of frame up what's happening in the world of healthcare today. Sure. <clears throat> um, newest stats are 300,000 healthcare providers left the workforce in 2021, according to some US stats. Baby boomers are obviously aging out and choosing to retire at this point. So you've got thousands of fewer candidates in a world where the demand for healthcare is increasing. So we all know that there's a huge challenge. I think it's really compelling though, is that I see Bond Secures Mercy Health leaning into the challenge, not leaning back from the challenge. Is that a fair uh, way of looking at how you're doubling down on quality of care, but also the people that provide it? I think that's fair. It's investing in people. It's investing in, in talent practices. Um, 
when the environment gets complex, it can be very natural to kind of to go within a shell, to, to play defense, when in fact it may be time to play offense, get more aggressive, um, innovate, continue to push because I go back to the, the value of the work and the importance and to stay ahead of the curve, that's what needs to be done. You have to change ways, former practices, it may, it may have squeezed, you know, squeeze that juice, get as much as you can, you work harder, but at times you need to innovate, you need to partner. You need to, to head a new direction to do exactly that. Yeah, so you've actually fairly recently uh, implemented the Phenom platform to partner an AI-empowered technology with an incredible veteran staff to be able to ramp up what you're doing. Tell me about the vision that you had with your senior leadership um, on why you made that choice and, um, and how you're hoping to use that platform because you're already seeing the impact. We'll talk about sure. that, but talk about that choice and why, why that direction? Why not just more recruiters? Yeah, so scalability for one. Personalized experiences, um, I would say that's number two. So to the scale, it's easier to scale if you have the right technology, the right platforms in place, whether you want to accelerate or decelerate versus just more individuals to help solve a problem. It's kind of more the, the special operations versus the, the infantry focus. Yeah. So um, building, you know, having that vision for scalability, but also knowing connecting with candidates at a one-to-one a -one level at scale is going to be more important than ever before. So how do you do that? Through artificial intelligence, through automation, freeing up recruiters time so they can focus on the value that they need to be providing, which is connecting with people versus, let's say, scheduling an interview, going back yeah. and forth. Recruiters do not calendar. like to schedule interviews. If they can stop doing that and automating that so they, you get, do the higher level work, I think it's so important. So talk about the scale sure. in your ministry. Like, what are we talking about as far as the throughput, as far as the candidates that you need to hire to make sure that you're up and staffed? Yeah, I mean, so it's, it's 20 plus thousand hires each year which means you know hundreds of thousands of candidates to get to those hires. We're multi-state, multi-market, we're in our communities. So you have to find the balance of standard work, standard practices, doing it the best we can from what we know now and hardwiring that into the foundation to your technology, to, uh, to your core values. So yeah, yeah it's, it's that trick. How do you offer a one-to-one -one experience at that hundred of thousands of, of interactions every day. Yeah. So. Well, so I love this idea of we have to build scale into our program, right? We cannot just trying to squeeze the same, right. you know, same orange and get the same juice out of it. It's just not going to work. So reframing the work is one of those important things. Talk about your journey as a talent specialist, right? Uh, you've got just an amazing background and education in this. You're committed to talent. Talk about your journey of getting to the point where you started to realize that technology was a big answer for you as you think about it from kind of the strategy side as an executive. Sure. So, you know, over the years, uh, a lot of learnings it started from the ground and work, worked my way up here. And it just became clear maybe, I don't know, three, four, five, I don't know the exact number of years ago, but to continue to deliver the outcomes that we need to deliver, to, to go where our business is going to go, our ministry is going to go, knowing that, um, again, we have to be able to scale. You can't do it without technology. You can't do it without automation. You can't do it without unhandcuffing your employees and allowing them to work to their, I'm gonna use kind of a healthcare term, 
top of license. Do what they're best at. Do where they bring the most value, which is this, was this connection versus some of those you know, administrative tasks that take away from the value and the importance of the work. So yeah. I mean, there, there is no turning back. This is the, you know, the future is now and you have to build you know, knowing that. Yeah, I, I think that's so important because it can be that at the executive level, it can sometimes be the hardest group to have adoption happen sure. because they are pretty entrenched in ways that they like to do things. So to hear about an executive who says, you know what, being able to change is the most important thing that I can do right now for the benefit of my team. I think it's really interesting though. I love that idea of top of license. That's a cool concept because I think one of the things that people get scared about is, well, if I use technology, it's gonna replace. And I'm not hearing you say that. I'm hearing you say technology actually enhances and allows our people to level up to the work that they truly wanna do in their job rather than some of the job, uh, job uh, tasks that, are, that can be automated. And so you're seeing that really happen inside of your group as well? Absolutely. So it enhances and it enables what our employees are able to do. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go kind of more healthcare terms. Talent acquisition um, over the past few years, it's easy to diagnose problems. We need more candidates. We you, you need to, to secure our candidate pipelines. We need to to provide care for our patients. But sometimes the prescription of those problems, you know, can, can take you astray. So more people squeeze more out of current processes. Well, that's not you know necessarily the case. How can we enable again? I said unhandcuff recruiters to work top license, bring that value and allow them to bring more joy to their jobs, yeah. uh, which will be exactly that. Yeah, and I think you're right. I think a lot of organizations, especially in the talent game, no matter what industry you're in, but certainly healthcare, they can get fixated on the problem. Yeah. And all of a sudden now we're just circling the problem and that makes everybody feel good, but it, it doesn't get us to a solution. So talk about um, the Phenom platform at, uh, at Bond Secures Mercy Health and how you're using it. Like what, how have you implemented and what's the roadmap for you? So why did you start where you started? What's the roadmap of how you wanna grow there? Um, and then we'll start talking a little bit about some of the initial impacts that you've had with your team. Sure, so we started with our, our external facing career site. We knew we had to be more engaging, a simpler path to application, and offer more personalized experiences. And what we've been able to do uh, through an in, in artificial intelligence, um, you know, hard wiring within our careers page is offer that to candidates, which is gonna go ahead and, and become more personalized, but also drive them to jobs that are more of a natural fit. So we have seen a spike in applicants, uh, which has been great. Um, and then the roadmap going forward. So whether it's a, a CRM, a, a candidate relationship management tool, we're able to uh, stay connected um, via text, via email, via campaign, and then you kind of stack on that so you make it easy to apply, generate more candidates. How about that interview scheduling that we talked talked about? So later this summer, we'll be rolling out uh, kind of the the intelligent chat bot, but also you know high volume interview scheduling where we're able to say, hey, chat bot on the external career site, would you like to talk to a recruiter? Yes. Well, here's your schedule. Let's 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 schedule that now. Could that be later the same day? Could be if there's availability. Takes away that back and forth. Um, so it's it, it's it's quality, it's quantity, it's speed. It's kind of traditional talent acquisition, kind of that formula, but it's bringing it all together, and it's exciting to partner. 
Yeah, no, I, I think that I love that roadmap and I think it can be the natural progression for anyone looking for technology to simplify sure. the process. Um, and I love that roadmap of you getting into kind of high volume hiring because 20,000 plus people a year, that's, that's high volume for sure, especially with multiple locations and obviously the dire need in healthcare. So when we think about um, your brand, right, and differentiating your healthcare brand to anybody else, um, you know, how do you think about that? And uh, again, uh, as much as you want to talk about, but sure. how do you differentiate uh, what you're doing comparatively and how do you celebrate that story? I, I would say it's authenticity. So working in healthcare, there's a natural draw. There is a natural, are we compassionate? Are we passionate? Do we want to drive towards providing care to the communities we serve? For us, it's sharing that authentic me uh, message of the ministry, who we are, dating back decades, supporting people, supporting communities, and supporting each other. So whether it's from a, I saw, I saw a job advertisement, I interacted with your career site, talked with a recruiter, had a great onboarding experience, day one to day 100, is it a true story? Are we being our true selves and articulating that? Both saying, this is who we are, let's learn more about you, yeah. let's see if this is a great match and, and let's get yeah. you hired. I'm seeing more and more across the industry as I talk to industry leaders like you across the multiple industries, that true, authentic, here's who we are, this is our purpose, is one of the most important value propositions. And I don't know if that was necessarily the case you know, 15 years ago, although you still need to be authentic, sure. I think it was, I need a job and I'll work based on you know, proximity to my home or whatever, what have you. I think a lot of people today are really measuring their time and saying, when I work, I wanna do something that I believe in and that is true to my purpose and my purpose aligns with the purpose of the organization I'm with. And mm -hmm. I certainly feel like that is a differentiator with you and your team um, and the ministry because that is a true sense as I've gotten to know some of the people on, on your group. So then let's talk about some of the headwinds then. <clears throat> you know, uh, right now the US Bureau of Labor Statistics says that 8.4 million jobs, new jobs are gonna be added by 2031. That's a long way away. Sure. But it's gonna be added year over year. But a third of those jobs are gonna come in healthcare. We also know that there has been um, a need, a desperate need for uh, RNs, registered nurses, and that specific kind of middle, top of license, right? That middle group of professionals that provide so much of the care mm -hmm. and expertise in hospitals and whatnot. You face challenges like everyone else. Talk a little bit about those headwinds and, um, and then some of the successes that you've started to see um, month over month uh, as you've started to partner technology and people together. So within healthcare, I talked about scaling the experience from a, a talent acquisition perspective. Healthcare will have to operate differently. We'll have to find ways to operate at scale, knowing the aging population, knowing you know cost of labor the past few years has, has risen dramatically and, and rightfully so. We needed to get enough people in to care for the communities that we serve. So when we talk innovation in the talent, you know, setting, human resources setting, some of the best partnership we can offer as HR professionals, talent professionals, is bringing that vision to other executive teams, operational executives. How can we operate differently? How can we enable our people differently and set them up for what we know is coming 
which is it's not getting any easier. Yeah. So, right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, and that's what I, I guess that's what I'm saying. So you're almost building a foundation today, not mm -hmm. just for today. You're starting, you talked a little bit about that earlier. You're really building a foundation because you're seeing down the street and around the corner right. and you're saying, hey, we see the stats. We know the pressure our team is under to staff. We've got to start to build and scale something now um, that's going to help us actually staff for the future too. Absolutely. That's in our mind, it's year over year, how can we continue to become more efficient, more productive, higher quality services at lower cost? And again, we, the only way to do that is to operate differently and to hardwire that foundation through technology to enable those successes. It's that partnership. Technology, great people, great service, great care for our patients. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. I love that. So I think the other piece that I'm hearing though is technology is a platform that helps you scale. Great people using that technology, and we'll talk a little bit about adoption sure, in just sure. a second, with your recruiting team and your internal team. Um, but I'm also hearing though, that if you don't have a story, right, that true purpose authenticity mm -hmm. to put into that, uh, in that, that great process, you're gonna be lacking. So it's really all of those pieces put together. So um, talk about your team and as you've implemented the Phenom platform, the adoption and have people's jobs changed internally then? Yeah, so it, 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 I love the story wrapping around technology. It's the heart of who we are, our ministry is, and with more data available than any, ever before for you, for me, for our candidates, that authenticity becomes so, it just rings so true. So, so our team is looking forward, is saying, okay, how we operated to get us here cannot be how we operate us to get us there. So there is a large change management focus. Yeah, absolutely. How, how do we adapt? How do we act differently knowing this may be uncomfortable? This is new to us, but we're gonna do this together. We're gonna figure it out together. If we make a mistake, Hopefully it's a small mistake, we'll learn, we'll improve, and we'll go after it again, and we're gonna rally around each other. I think one of the biggest uh, traits of a successful talent acquisition team, having each other's backs, being there for each other, learning for each other, learning together, improving together, uh, and, and delivering great outcomes together. Yeah, I think it's been really impressive as I've had an opportunity to kind of be on the inside track and watching you and your team implement Phenom. It's actually been a really great thing to be able to watch the change management process. Mm -hmm. And I often tell people when they ask, you know, what could get in the way of the technology working? I said, well, certainly you want to implement correctly, but it's people that can get in the way of the right. technology unless you really go through a change management and invite people to experiment and to try something new. Because we'll sometimes actually stay in something that's harder because it's something familiar right. rather than moving something new just because it's unknown. That's just human nature. So to go through a change management process like that, I think is fantastic. I think the other thing to delve into though with, with your group is the fact that you have such alignment from your senior level, right? CEO, CHRO, CTO, around building kind of this idea of a vision of a frictionless talent experience. What do you think the formula is? Why is it that your senior leadership team um, is focused so heavily on people where I do find that a lot of CEOs kind of want to Heisman sure. the talent thing and make it an HR problem. And I really see this as a business challenge at, uh, at Bond Secures Mercy Health, not, uh, hey, HR, you take care of it. That alignment is pretty special. Is it important uh, in, inside of your organization to have that alignment? And 
how, how have you seen it? Yeah, it's absolutely one of our competitive differentiators. I'm, I'm surrounded by incredible talent, whether it's it's the team I work with every day, you know, my, my boss, his boss, our CEO. It's easy to say we're going to invest in talent, but to do it, to back it, that's what makes it different. And to do it with discipline, where you're gonna say, this is how, here's the strategy, here are the tactics where plan the work, work the plan. We are gonna realize that we're gonna invest in people. We're gonna create um, almost pathways where we're shepherds of talent. It's not a pass or fail, but how can we help you grow, navigate, do it on your terms, do it easily, whether you're currently employed, you know, looking for a new job, or you're looking to join the ministry from the outside, you have to invest, you have to back that investment, and then you have to be able to articulate that value, not only to your internal teams as you change manage, but to your operational partners. This is why we should do this. This is the value you will receive. And this is why we're gonna call this play. Yeah, so. well, I certainly hope that uh, our listeners take this 35 or 45 seconds, snip it out, then send it to their CEO if yeah. they're having resistance because I do think that so much of uh, challenges that businesses face is that there's a block between the talent, uh, the talent solutions and getting into the problem solving and actually getting into that C-suite. And I think that's a differentiator in your ministry as well is that you have a, such a people-centric organization top down, bottom up. Mm -hmm. um, and I see that in the time, talent and treasure that you're putting against this initiative. And again, like I said, the, your title alone says so much about what your, uh, your organization's willing to do and committed uh, around that. As far as like, for instance, let's talk about like, for instance, RNs. Sure. Th that's been a, a headwind that every organization in healthcare is facing. Talk about some of these kind of early opportunities that you've had, or you've seen to put in the win column for your group based on using this new kind of phenom platform with a great team and a great purpose message out in the marketplace. Absolutely, so if I'm a nurse, I know I can call pretty much any healthcare talent acquisition team and they would love, they would love to talk to me. You know, the, the need is there. So how do you stand out when, when every healthcare organization is in need of this sought after talent. So it's engaging, it's differentiating, and it's offering simple personalized paths where a nurse may interact with our career site and go, oh, this is different. Like, I don't have to, to search 10,000 things to get to the role that may suit me or like roles that may suit me. Oh, well, the application experience is rather simple and easy. Oh, I, I signed up for a talent community and I get a text or a call or an email. It's just, it's this natural engagement that connects and it gives us the chance to tell our story. We just, we want that opportunity. Allow us to tell you who we are. And we'd love to invite you in and, and, and partner along. So lowering the barriers oh, using gosh. the career site. And I think also probably be, we'd be remiss in not mentioning is that the career site and, um, and the storyline there is working when your recruiters aren't, right? It's it's mm -hmm. every day, all day long, especially when we know that people are looking for work or being interrupted to look for work yeah. in those non-traditional moments, right? It's Saturday morning, it's Friday night, when we've got other things that we wanna do. So having that tool work, it's kind of the workhorse of the organization. And since, since you've implemented, you've seen some pretty cool statistical uh, evidence that you're actually increasing your play inside of that world of nurses, right? Absolutely, so it was almost uh, 
kind of the light switch. We go live and we see applicant flow, nurse applicant flow, up, it goes up, it's an uptick and it's going, okay, so there's something here, there's something to build off and it's that early win that you can show a team because you know the months of, of, of build to go live and then it's celebratory because we, you know, we're seeing those outcomes and those results. So you have some more candidates, we've been able to, uh, to fill more jobs, really lower our vacancy rate, which is delivering value directly back to our, uh, you know, our ministry and directly to those patients at the bedside who are getting that reliable and just impeccable care that uh, they, they deserve. Yeah, well, and it's, it's great, you know, it's great to talk about theory and strategy all day long, but to then truly implement it, and like you said, a light switch, turn it on and start to see that strategy come to life, mm -hmm. uh, it's probably one of the most rewarding things that executive can have, right, yeah. is I concept this out, sell it into the organization, get the investment, get the team on board, and now we're actually seeing the results. That's gotta be really fulfilling for you and your team to be able to see some of those instantaneous impacts, especially when it comes right back down to what you said, right down to bedside care. That's what we always center around. So when you make these investments, these bets, uh, you rally as a team, and when it works, I'm smiling right now. So yeah, yeah it's, uh, again, the power of the work, the healthcare setting, what we do, what we're able to deliver, we're all on board to help try to, to save and improve lives every yeah. single day. Well, and I think it doesn't matter uh, what the market bears, that is the calling. And uh, I think as we start to summarize this up, it feels to me too that you're not only playing for the short game because right. you have to fill vacancies today, mm -hmm. but I also hear you talking about really playing to the long-term headwind game that healthcare is gonna face by building communities, having people say, you may not be ready to work for us today, but at least join a community so that we can be in communication with you because you might wanna work for us tomorrow. Sure. And making sure that you make healthcare accessible to people that maybe haven't even considered it. Are you seeing industry flips? Are you seeing opportunity for people where industries, maybe opportunities are going down and you're kind of being able to flip people and bring people over into healthcare? Absolutely, and it's hardware and systems to make that achievable for those individuals. How can, we, how can we welcome you, open our arms and say, have you ever considered healthcare? Would you like to? Whether it's a licensed uh, position, an administrative position, how can we create these accessible pathways to either get you on board, the training, the certification, to join some of the most rewarding work, I would say, in the world? Yeah, mm -hmm. well, and I love that too, and I love the concept too that you do some of those things where you're helping people pay for mm -hmm. that certification or that education they need to bridge the gap between their skill level today mm -hmm. and the skill level they need to be able to step into healthcare. And I think those are those pieces of investment uh, we're on purpose again, sure. that I think makes you and your ministry stand out in a pretty significant way. It is, so when I talk to, are, are you living what you say? Are you investing? paying for certifications, offering advice and counsel on how to uh, obtain these degrees or different pathways you could have, you have to invest the time, the treasure, as you said, uh, to build for the long game, to build those talent pipelines that will continue to, to, to bear the results that we need them to bear yeah. for uh, the years ahead. So, so Bond Secures Mercy Health and your team are running a sprint and a marathon at the same mm, time. Yeah. Um, you have deep purpose and a sense of kind of outcome that I think is pretty phenomenal. 
And uh, I'm super excited to see how over the next year, you continue to embed the technology and that AI-empowered platform with a great group of people and an amazing story to tell, because I think that is the difference maker. So best of luck to you and uh, excited to kind of go on this journey with you. Hey, I appreciate that, Jess. We are excited and uh, I'm sure we'll be sharing more in the months ahead. Without question, and I know because this is a healthcare topic that our listeners are gonna tune in, and I think this is really gonna be beneficial for the market overall as well, as people start to think, how do we make sure that we're providing care in places that maybe Bon Secures Mercy Health isn't? Mm -hmm. and, uh, and certainly I think I love that spirit that you've had, which is share the intelligence, share the tactics, share the strategies because we have to, the tide can rise all boats. Um, and I love that kind of transparency and purposefulness that you've had mm -hmm. uh, in sharing kind of some of these insights with other healthcare leaders. Absolutely, it's something that was hardwired kind of into my leadership brand early on in my career. You raise the water, all boats raise, the communities, the patients, the work, pretty much an open book on a lot of practices yeah. and, and, and how we get there. Well, we're excited to be partnering with you. Thanks for the time today, and uh, we'll talk again soon. Awesome, thank you, Jess. All right, you're welcome. Yep. So that was a great discussion with Eric. Eric, thank you so much for the time. I love what he said about unhandcuffing his recruiters to allow them to operate at the top of their game and using technology to do that. So there's three things that I took away today. Number one is, Remember that we can often get fixated with the problem. There's so much pressure in the talent acquisition game today that we can sometimes say, oh, it's a problem, it's a problem, it's a problem. What I love today is, is that Eric and his team work with a solutions mindset instead. So they recognize the problem, they state the problem, but they move into a proactive stance right away to say, how do we solve to it? And certainly technology has been a part of that, but also some really creative, innovative ways of making sure that they're helping their healthcare system stand out. One of those though, is differentiating their employment brand or their EVP with an authentic story about who they are at Bond Secures Mercy Health and making sure that the value proposition that they feel that they can fundamentally provide to their healthcare providers is absolutely on point. So what you see is what you get once you decide to be a part of the operation. So I love the idea of telling the truth about your brand and making that truth compelling to make people wanna jump in with you. And then the third one is with that authentic EVP or employment brand, making sure that you're using a nimble AI empowered tool, certainly like a phenom tool that uh, Bomb Secures Mercy Health uses, but making sure you're using technology to be able to actually give that personalized career experience for each individual talented person that you're trying to hire, but making sure that that personalized experience also is wrapped inside of that value proposition and that EVP that your company holds near and dear. So, hey, thank you again for joining me, Jess Elmquist, your host of Smarter. Let's all get smarter together.